Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the patch 1.04 that hit Anthem. Community is pretty frustrated. Uh, I actually said that the, the, the patch brought a lot of good and a lot of good changes, but people were upset because expectations were not set very well. I think they thought they were going to get some loot improvements, uh, and I argued for why that's such a front burner issue right now still. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to Ray. I'm probably live right now, but typically when I have these hit, uh, you can come in and join us. If I'm not live, just click the follow button. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe and the like button. That's a free and an easy way to support what I do. I'm going to take the first question right now from uh, Pujo says, I saw people on Reddit complaining that they took away uh, guaranteed masterwork on, uh, on strongholds and legendary uh, contracts raise the chance of legendary dropping, but instead of dropping uh, more epics, it's less. Right, that's a glitch. So, like, they basically have acknowledged that's not supposed to be happening. You're not supposed to be not getting. Uh, you're not supposed to be not getting those guaranteed masterworks. That is definitely something that they're looking into. So that is not intentional. Um, that is something that they're supposed to be working on. Again, this is why I think they haven't just turned the loot faucet on. They have not turned the loot faucet on because I think that they are, I think they've got some spaghetti code on their hands. I really do. I think they've got spaghetti code. I think every time they mess with something, it is extremely volatile and chancy and like risky. Chancy? (laughs) It's extremely risky. They're basically taking every time, every time they they, they make a change, they're potentially busting something, Uh, which is unfortunate because I like, I think the issue is somewhat simplistic and they can't offer a simple solution, um, which is just really, really unfortunate Um, because if they could just buff that drop rate, I think a lot of people would just start leaning in and coming up with crazy builds they'd be going to reddit to brag on their build not say when are you gonna guys give us the loot patch when are you gonna turn things up I, it just it really comes down to that and I'm just I'm worried they've got a lot of spaghetti code on their hands you know and if people are like what the frick is spaghetti code spaghetti code is basically when there's so many intertwined pieces of code in the game that it becomes very very difficult to change one thing without changing 10 others so what ends up happening is you attempt to move a piece and it moves 10 other pieces it's kind of like uh, it, it's ima- imagine imagine a bunch of you know you got one of those games like pickup sticks or something where you're trying not to bump the other sticks it's kind of like that it's kind of like that spaghetti game my kids play with me uh, where it was like don't you're, you're trying to pull it's like it's like Eddie spaghetti or something you're pulling pieces of spaghetti out and when you're doing that you're trying not to have the guy drop through well every piece of spaghetti that I touch touches like 10 other pieces so I have to be very very careful whenever I do it you know that's obviously a, a, a silly a silly you know picture but that's essentially what spaghetti code is you just cannot make a change without affecting 25 other things um, Jenga would be another good example you know is Anthem worth playing now I get this question a lot, and for all the people that said 
you know, I'm a I'm a bu- I'm a bungee apologist and a bungee shill. Now they're telling me I'm just a big complainer and a whiner. So you know, they uh, they really enter the dialogue of landscape with intelligence. That's that that's equal to like a five year old name calling. Uh, same thing happened with Anthem. I'm just an EA shill. I'm just an EA apologist. I'm just a sellout. You know, and then all of my content about Anthem has been like vastly pretty critical. But when this question comes up, I always tell people, I'm like, if you're a more casual player and you're gonna play for a couple hours a night. This is a fabulous game. This is a fabulous game. There is so much to do in the early game. You've got four javelins. You've got all sorts of different builds within those javelins. You're not going to hit the walls that I'm hitting. You are not going to hit the walls that I'm hitting for a long, long time if you play more casually. So if you play more casually, I don't think you're going to feel the sense of futility that so many of us have been feeling because it's just it's a very very different game in the early game you also have to consider if you get all the way to where i am on one javelin you have three other javelins after that that you could basically make and then do the same thing with them if you're a more casual player by the time you have four javelins that hit the wall that i'm hitting i would hope that bioware would have it figured out if you're, if you're a hardcore player like me, if you are a hardcore player like me, then you might, you might want to just go in with your eyes wide open. You might want to go in with your eyes wide open to know that I did not realize I was going to get hit twice there. Um, just know that there's walls you're going to hit that I'm hitting that are going to cause you frustration. Uh, you know, you can make four javelins and get them into a nice spot. Uh, but once you get them to this nice spot, you're definitely going to feel this sense of, man, there's nothing to do. I, you know, I don't have anything to chase. Um, you know, and then you can, and then you can, I guess, join the rest of us in saying, when's the loot going to get better? <laughs> you know, when's the loot going to get better? Man, I thought I was far enough away that time. Uh, just going with your eyes open. But I think, I, here's the thing that I think people are forgetting. This game was a commercial success. And I don't just mean a commercial success because they like, they convinced a bunch of people to buy the game initially. Its initial sales and, and the money that it made were very, very good. And its internal sales of cosmetics have also been very, very good. I don't think the frustrated hardcore base that's getting on Reddit, I don't think they're a cause for any lack of commercial success. I think this game captured a casual base. I think they captured a casual base. I think a casual base in in a similar vein to Destiny, I think a casual base can enjoy the frick out of this game. They play, they feel like they're Iron Man, they run a couple missions, they get some loot to drop. I think I think that they have actually in many respects built a fantastic playground. They have just got to figure out the scaling of the end game and the loot drops. If they can figure that out, then you'll have a happy home waiting for you as a casual player, and then those of us that are already here and kind of frustrated can really start to dig in, min-max, and get ready for the new content, the cataclysms and the expanded and the expanded stories and things. So I would I would say my answer to your question is pretty long and nuanced. I'm not going to tell anybody not to get the game because I think the game is actually really fun and enjoyable, but there's just limitations on that enjoyment once you get to where I am. I like I don't come back every time there's a loot patch because it's a because it's a bad game. The content loop is so dadgum satisfying. As soon as I'm not kidding you, I'm not kidding you. As soon as I start flying and I see the water and the trees and the the sun in the distance, and I'm like, dude. I'm freaking Iron Man. I'm a Titan from Titanfall flying around and slamming the ground. I'm immediately like, dude, I I love this game. It's so fun to play. It's so satisfying. That combo sound and getting tons of combos and doing your ult. 
SkillUp said it best in his video. If you can nail a 30 second content loop, if you can nail a 30 second content loop, people will not catch on to the fact that they're doing the same thing over and over again because it's so addicting. That's been happening to me in Sundered. Sundered is one of the absolute best games I have ever played. And in, 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 the, in the world of Metroidvania, it's unmatched. I've never played a game as good as Sundered. And in many respects, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I'm doing a lot of jumping and a lot of platforming and a lot of button mashing to fight these swarms of enemies that are, that are, you know, that are coming after me. And I think that they, because they absolutely nailed the content loop, I play for hours and hours and hours and don't care. The generic content loop of God of War and Spider-Man is similar. A lot of the content, a lot of the fights you're getting in are the same fights that you got in the, in the beginning of the game, right? You get in the beginning of the game and it's like this, 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 fight, 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 slam this guy, hit this guy, hit this combo. This, 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 fight, 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 slam this guy, get the combo. And then you feel awesome. And then as you play, you start getting you start getting more and more abilities and you're stronger. People are like, I can't believe you compared Anthem to Spider-Man and God of War. They completely misunderstood my point. I'm basically saying if you nail an addicting content loop, the player doesn't catch on to the fact that they're they're kind of repeating the same loop over and over and over again. And that means you've got an addictive game on your hands. I, this, I'm telling you, this game is addicting. You could sit down for a couple hours a night and really enjoy yourself, getting some stuff, getting some loot. But right now I'm on a Grandmaster 2 legendary contract. I just got two blue items in a row. That's dumb. There's no other word for it. It's dumb. You get in the end game of any any game like this, you get in the end game of any game like this, and you start getting loot that's basically outdated for your where you are in your progress, I, I just expect players to check the frick out and be like, I'm, I, I, this doesn't make any sense, I can't get anything accomplished. You know, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm unable to do the thing that I would like to do. I'm unable to min-max. You know, and I think that's where people feel right now. It's not a matter of like being entitled and wanting things easy. People that say that don't even understand min-maxing games. Nobody's entitled and wanting things easy when they dump hours and hours and hours into division min-maxing. They're not entitled. They understand min-maxing. They need the loot faucet turned on in order for that freaking system to work. And that's the that's the big end game lacking element in Anthem. So if you listen to that big long answer and you want to call me an EA, an EA shill and or a bungee apologist, then you're just a freaking moron that can't see nuance and can't understand big words. Like go color with crayons and call names on the playground because that's your contribution to the dialogue. Try Knives says, do you feel Anthem is a loot shooter? The community that defends the state of the game is now saying it's not a looter shooter or that or the loot would be better. Thoughts? I don't what 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 kind of game is it then? What kind of game is it? I don't understand. If it's not a looter shooter, it's a if it's not a loot pursuit game, what the frick game is this then? I don't understand. What is it just a mech mech simulator? I, people that say that don't know what the heck they're talking about. I, <laughs> I if it's not a loot pursuit looter shooter game, then I don't understand what game you think this is. Why do you not prioritize the division? Do you just prefer the fantasy-based loot shooter? Uh, division doesn't have viewership appeal. It's not a good stream game. It's hard to stream. It's super focused. It's super stat-based. Min-maxing is not exciting content. Anthem has always had a better response for, from a view, viewer standpoint and, and from a, a content creation standpoint. It's a better playground for it. It's a better playground for it. This fits into my this fits into my world much much better, um, much better 
than Division. I love Division early game, I really did, but it's just like uh, the end game and the death and the slow and the already slow death of the directory just makes it really unappealing to stream, really unappealing to stream. Uh, if if the audience responds poorly, it's really really hard to justify streaming it. It's like the audience is not responding well, um, and because of that, I I have to go where the audience responds well. I invested a lot of time in Division and created a lot of content and thought, man, there's some promise here. But the more and more I invested, the more and more I saw that like that's just not a streamer's. It's just not a streamer's game. It isn't. And I think that's unfortunate because I think it's a fantastic game. I think it's a fantastic game. I'm going to go down. I'm struggling here. I'm struggling, chat against this guy. I'm tr- I've been trying to heal myself up, but he just keeps... I've actually consistently thought that the way these guys get their shields back is incredibly stupid. It just It's really, really dissonant with rhythm. Like, a- as soon as you get their shield down, they get it, like, right back again, and it just leads to an awful lot of frustration. Um, I think the rhythm of fighting those guys is terrible. They should not be able to basically just immediately jump back up and get their shield back while they're actively being shot. Generally speaking, whenever you're shooting something that has a shield, if it's receiving damage, it's not able to get, uh, it's not able to get their shield back. I think that fight is, is incredibly, that exchange of power, I think is just like really, really jacked up. I will be streaming Borderlands. Yes, I will be streaming. I will be co-streaming their presentation. I am an enormous Borderlands fan. That's the game that got me into streaming. Uh, and ultimately, I believe it is It is still to this day my, my all-time favorite franchise. Borderlands 2 is always going to be my all-time favorite game. It turned me into a more loot pursuit gamer. Uh, it was the first game I know-lifed. It was the first game I, I know-lifed. I, I absolutely loved the setup. I thought it was so fun. Um, I had such a blast with it. It's the quintessential looter shooter. I'm surprised every time we talk about this, there's so many people uh, in the Destiny world that haven't touched it. Morgrim, how long should I wait before Anthem is playable as a follow-up? I mean, I can't give you a date, bro. I, I, I gave a really good answer. If you're more casual, you'll probably never hit the walls that I'm hitting. If you're hardcore, just going with your eyes open and hope that they can really land stuff fast. You know, hope that they can land stuff really, really fast. Um... Because it's really frustrating to not have loot to chase in the end game, or to feel like you can. Is it true they added new chests, but in turn broke the others? My friend said they are all dropping embers. The, the loot drops in general are just completely and utterly jacked. They're just messed up. I, I that, that's there's no other way to put it. Um, they messed up an awful lot of stuff. <laughs> they really did. So we're uh, we're all just kind of waiting. Uh, we're all just kind of waiting for them to revert some of the things they messed up. Uh, next question, can you level up weapons you enjoy or do you have to hope for a better version in the loot? No, you can't do anything to existing things that you have. You're, that's what. That's why the loot faucet needs turned on. I can't get a better version of that gun unless a better version drops. I can't go in and like tweak it. I can't go in and tweak it and just add better perks. That's not a thing. CP4 Gators, do you leave Anthem patch focused on quantity and not quality and that that will be fixed in the near future? Do you think it'll be fixed enough to, have, to, have, to, to fix the unmet expectations? Like I said, if, if a giant boulder landed in my backyard and I had a crew that said, we'll get that boulder out of your yard. And I was like, okay, no problem. And I go out each day and they move it an inch. Technically, they could tell me, look, man, we're moving the boulder. And I would say, yeah, but you're not moving it fast enough. 
That's how Anthem feels right now. The community has said, give us increased loot drops. And they're moving the boulder like an inch at a time. Technically, yes, the loot's getting better. The last time people got right up my nose, they're like, why are you crying? The loot's better. The drops are better. Yeah, moving the boulder one inch at a time. Technically, it's moving. But it's not getting the boulder out of my backyard. You're not doing what needs to be done. Turn the faucet on. If you don't turn the faucet on, okay? If you don't turn the faucet on, then we're going to consistently be having this conversation. I don't feel I can do the thing that I want to do. I don't feel I can do the thing that I want to do. I feel like I'm constantly beating my head against a wall and asking for something that they just either are unwilling to do or unable to do. Again, it feels like they're scared they're going to break stuff. They're they're moving at an absolute snail's pace on 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 loot adjustments. So if this is stage 1, Right, if stage one is, okay, let's get the quantity right, and then after we get the quantity right, we'll, uh, once we get the quantity right, then we'll start messing with quality, right? Uh, well, you know, if you, if you get that right, then, then we'll all be happy. But again, I'm concerned they're moving the boulder an inch at a time. And if you come back to me and you tell me, A, instead of moving it an inch, we moved it a foot, I'm still going to be like, dude, the boulder's still in my yard. Like, I'm worried that they're basically going to finally boost. They're going to finally boost drop rates, and it still isn't going to be enough. Like, you have no idea, I don't think, just how mathematically improbable it is. Like, they really, really, really need to go nuts. It needs to be... That's why when people are like, Lono, you have such a small sample rate. You have such a small sample rate. You're, you know, you play for an hour, and you think that determines it. Dude, that's exactly how it should be. That's exactly how it should be. I should I should play for a little bit and immediately know and immediately know and discern there's a hum, an enormous change in how long it lasts. We the people, are you on my friends list? And if so, I need to know your username or if you haven't, send me a friend request. There needs to be zero question. I should play I should play 30 minutes of a, of a stronghold or free play and immediately be like, yo, Yo, yes, the difference is immediately detectable. Like, look at this. There are masterworks everywhere. If you're, if you are attempting to get gear in the game and you're at that level, like, imagine if Destiny was still dropping blues and greens everywhere for me and no legendaries, no purples. It wouldn't work. You'd be like, what the frick? Why do you keep giving me outdated gear? Right now, when I play Anthem, most of my time is consumed by breaking down purples and blues that I don't need anything for. Not to mention, you get two masterworks. The inscription quality is, you're breaking them down. You're getting rid of them. All right, I'll send you an invite. Next question. Digital Marine. Now that we have a few updates, it gives me an idea at the pace Bioware will, will, will deliver. How long do you think till Anthem gets the Taken King moment it desperately needs? I mean, I've given them due credit. I think they've responded quickly. They've had transparency. They've owned up to the fact that they're not thrilled with where things with things are. Um, they've, they've rolled out patches very quickly. This is the first time they've rolled out a patch that caused more problems than it seemed to fix. This is the first time that's happened. You know? 
So it, it, they've actually been very good at putting in and putting in updates that really, really improve the game and doing it quickly. So it is disappointing for them to the to to be to suddenly hurt their streak. If if this time around they would have set expectations about the loot and been like, guys, we're just adjusting quantity. You're not going to see an increase in quality. Then you know, so don't look to this patch to be the loot patch. Okay. People still would have been upset about things getting jacked up. The last thing you want to do is have people begging for loot. You don't fix the loot, and in the process, you make the loot drop less. Like, you don't want to do that. <laughs> they're, making, they're making it worse. But if they would have set those expectations ahead of time and told people that this is more about quality of life, etc., uh, I think it would, have been, it would have gone over a little bit better. But I still think when a patch causes seemingly more harm than good... It's all about perception. You know, Paul Tassie's like, you know, the devs don't deserve this. Like, the Anthem subreddit is just a train wreck right now. Well, you said you were patching the game to make it better, and their experience, they don't they don't feel the weight of those hundreds of changes. You know, your, nu- your nerfs, your buffs, your UI changes, you know, taking a loading screen out. Like, I... Listen, I, I try to be a nice guy about this. I, I'm, I'm not going to throw a parade for you for taking a freaking loading screen out of your game. I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to. Um, I want you to give me loot and make my experience fun. You know. Yes, they did, Brett. <laughs> yes, they did. Like, y- y- I, I'm sorry. I just, I can't. I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw a parade and celebrate the fact that you took a loading screen out and you cleaned up some of your, your, clunky UI and some of your absent quality of life like I like that's great thank you that's awesome to see it's always good to see you guys taking pride and caring for your game after launch that's awesome but the primary call from the community has been man oh man could we get some loot man oh man I would love some loot and it's just really really hard to play and min max and get loot and I think the reason that we're not getting priority okay the reason that we're not getting priority is because I think we're the minority. I firmly believe, I firmly believe they have captured a casual base and quality of life and bugs and glitches and everything else. Those things take priority because that's hitting the lot. That's hitting the lion's share of the player base, right? That's hitting the lion's share of the player base and the vocal folks on Reddit and me and others were the hardcore players. And I don't think we're in the minority. I've continued to say that the game was a commercial success and there was a significant chance that they had this massive, like this massive, massive casual base. And if that's the case, they're going and they're saying, you know what? These guys, these guys are ticked, but they're the minority. What matters right now? The game was a commercial success. We've got lots of casuals playing the game. They're spending the micros. We need to continue to make sure they're having a great experience. They're triaging. They're triaging. So, it's unfortunate. I think it's really, really freaking unfortunate that that's the case. They can't come out and say that. They're not going to come out and say, listen, you hardcore players that gripe and whine on Reddit, I, you know, I hate to tell you, but uh, you are in the minority. They're not going to come out and say that. Like, that that wouldn't, that wouldn't, that'd go over like a lead balloon, you know? That'd go over like a lead balloon. But I, I think that's probably the reality. 
I think the commercial success of Anthem took a lot of people by surprise. I think people saw the game struggling and just assumed, like, this game's dead in the freaking water, dude. This game is dead on arrival. And then when they saw the commercial success, you should have seen the people reaching in my chat, attempting to explain that. Like, well, they hyped it up and lied to people. Really? That led to a lot of micro-spending? You think? Is, is, that, is that what you think? That's, what you, that's, that's how you think that played out? You know, people could not believe when we started citing the stats about how well the game had done. It was like, it was, it, it just it didn't square with their worldview that the game, you know, that the game was a terrible, a terrible pile of trash and, you know, that it was, it was a failure and all this other stuff. Like it just, it did not square with their version of, uh, of reality. And so they rejected it. So, um, the commercial success of the game, the digital, the digital amount of revenue, because people were like, there were people theorizing that, well, maybe it did well because you could get it through EA Access and Origin. Maybe that's why it did so well. And once that all dries up, then you know people are going to be abandoning ship. And I was just like, I don't know, man. Look at the amount of money they made. Like it's that to me looks like a commercial success. It looks like a massive uh, commercial success. And I think when you look at that in conjunction with the micro spending. It, it, it kind of gives credence to my theory uh, it kind of gives credence to my theory that there's just a lot of casuals um, in the player base and this right here is one of the reasons why you want to make it really really rewarding because it's really at this level it's pretty grindy content like it's long fights it's spongy enemies you know it's we're not working together at all like I'm by myself I, we've, we've got kind of split up so I'm not sure what the what the reason for that was but I was basically by myself for a significant amount of time there and some of that's on me but it's really grindy content, you know? I should be I, I shouldn't comb through that area after that long fight and get a blue. That just shouldn't be happening. Uh Morgrim. Have we received any stats from the Anthem devs that indicate how often we should expect to get a legendary? No, they haven't said anything. They're not coming out and saying anything with respect to like you should be getting this much. You should expect to get this much. You should expect to get that much. They they haven't really spoken to that cuz I I don't think they know what they want to do uh, right now. I, 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 do, I, I genuinely think they don't they don't really know what they want to do. I think that they're sort of I think they're somewhat they're somewhat stuck in a holding pattern. Uh, and I think that holding pattern is one of the reasons why we're getting more quality of life stuff than we're getting um, like specific, targeted loot you know loot pursuit increases because if you're trying to pursue the loot right now dude it is brutal it's brutal like you ain't you ain't getting very much in this end game content you aren't you are not getting very much in this end game content you are you're getting table scraps so again i just don't think they're trying to appeal to hardcores right now i think they i think they anticipate that being like a future a future effort in my opinion, I think they should shut the game down for a brief time, give themselves time to regroup, fix what needs fixed, playtest everything. This would be an absolute uh, form of game suicide. They can't do what you're suggesting. This is completely, uh, this is completely outside of the the pale. Like, no, they could not do this. No game company would ever do this. It wouldn't work. Again, if they have a casual base, which 
I think, again, the commercial success points to the chance of there being a, a very strong casual base. You can't shut down the game, especially considering shutting down the game doesn't suddenly make them better at production. What does that do? It's not like, well, the game's shut down now. We can we can work a lot of uh, we can work a lot faster now. Um, that's just generally not how it works. Uh, <laughs> they're um, they're they're not gonna do that because again, I think there's a lot of people playing. I do. I think there's a lot of people playing and buying. I think the hardcores are in the, in the minority here. W Brooks, do you feel the loot sharing is meant to happen? They said it was a glitch. They said it was a glitch that the loot the loot pickup thing isn't on purpose. So I don't know what the frick wires got crossed in the background to make it to where you're on the other side of the room and you're picking up my stuff. Like I don't understand how I don't understand how that happened. Um that is a weird one. Uh that is a weird one. I I've I don't know if I've ever played a loot pursuit game that has that kind of stuff happening. It's just bizarre. Uh, you know, really, really weird, really, really weird instance of bizarre loot behavior. Um, especially considering you can't even see my loot when you run through it. It's, it's really, really odd. Um, really, really odd in the grand scheme of looters. I, whenever you're playing through games like this and they do like instance loot, like it's your loot, uh, generally speaking, you're usually you're usually not even able to like influence like the physics of their loot. Like it's not in your world. Um, so I'm not really sure what's going on with that. It, but they apparently it's not meant. It's not intended. Uh, <laughs> it's not intended. Uh, Photos seventeen says. Hi Lono. Uh, the uh, the patch is quite decent. Can they just add a different effect? Uh, to the same masterwork and then increase the masterwork and people would be happy till the new stuff comes out. What do you think? Your suggestion makes no sense. A different effect to the same masterwork and then just increase masterwork? What do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? They need to increase the drops of masterworks. I can get one item. I can get an item that I use the self-defense, right? When I shoot this guy with this thing, it'll heal me if I'm low health, okay? I can get 10 different versions of that and and then most of them can be literal garbage, they don't need to add anything to, to the cell to the, the best defense. They need to enable me to keep getting masterwork items so I have an opportunity to get a good, a really, really dope version. That's what they need to do. All purples and blues. From the embers to the items, all purples and blues. And a Grandmaster 2 stronghold. Uh, Ed Ed says. Why do you think uh, they did not make the qualitative change at the same time as the quantitative change? I feel their past communication in response to issues they should know to fix this already. I think giving them a giving a small explanation uh, to the community about why they haven't fixed it yet would help the players' uh, feelings about the game. For, uh, listen, devs don't do that. They don't do that, and they're certainly not going to stop. Right? They're certainly not going to stop. They're, they're not going to suddenly start coming out and saying like, here's why we're not doing this because that just sounds like they're making excuses you're wrong masterwork you can craft so easy to get a god or a decent roll it's legendary to RNG hard to come by with a good roll you are provably wrong because I did that I created 28 masterwork items, okay, mathematical probability is, is refuting you here okay, I made 28 masterwork items I had 2 that were that were good nothing god and that was a focused, that was a focused craft. I was crafting the, um, 
I was crafting the items I use, voltaic, voltaic tome, and then the, the, the better defense. That's all I was creating. I was shrinking my chances, and still, there are 62 possible inscriptions and a massive amount of spectrum within the percentages on those inscriptions. Like, you're wrong. I can't just craft god rolls. That's number one, that's not a thing. Number two, it's still RNG. It's still a random number generator. So when you craft 28 items in a row and you begin to see the spectrum of how good and bad items can be, it becomes very, very clear that min-maxing is not going to be possible unless you end content like a stronghold. I should be coming out of a stronghold with nothing but masterworks at Grandmaster 2. Right now, when I go in here to track, all of that right there, all those items, th- that should all be masterwork. All of it. Why not? That's all I need. That's 10 items. I should have 10 masterworks right now. I, uh, why not? What do you? What, what's going to happen if you give me 10 masterworks? What? You're going to stop playing. No, I'm not. I stopped playing because you don't let me min-max. I'm not going to stop playing because you start enabling me to min-max. What? That's what I don't get. People are like, you're going to stop playing if they give you too much stuff. No, it's, it's actually quite the opposite. Uh, we've all stopped playing because you're not giving us the, you're not giving us the right stuff. You're burying me in purples and blues. Right? Think about the logic there. They're burying me in purple items and blue items, guys. Why wouldn't I just stop playing? I've gotten, t- I've gotten so many epic items. I mean, why bother playing? It doesn't work that way. When you were getting buried with greens, blues, and purples, and it was equipping you to level up and go to the next and go to the next difficulties in the game, did that make you stop playing or play more? It made you play more. You would end a play session and say, "Man, that was freaking awesome, dude! Look at all the stuff that I got. Oh man, I'm ready for the next area." And then, you, and then when, <laughs> and then you'd go to the next area and you'd do the same thing. You would do the same thing. Like it, it, it worked. The whole thing, the whole thing worked, and then all of a sudden it short circuits in the end game. It's not like you're like, dude, I'm getting blues and greens way too fast, man. I'm done. I'm gonna shut down. This is too generous, you know. I, this, I, this is too generous. I shouldn't be getting gear this fast. I'm gonna go play something else, you know. I'm gonna go to the library and see if I can't find, you know, a War and Peace book in French and teach myself French. That seems like a better use of my time right now. I want something to be slow and painful. Seven months from Distracted Nerd. Thank you. Captain Pickles with 15 months a little bit while ago. Thank you, Captain Pickles. So I think it's clear. I think it's clear that people are stopping playing for the exact opposite reason. And I'm just going to continue to say that more than likely, we're not getting what we want. We're not getting what we want, more so because we're the minority. I think the majority is ruling right now, and they're trying to keep those people happy because I think there's a lot of them. Uh, I think there's a lot of them. There's a lot of casuals. Uh, J. Chris says... Uh, in the end, the ultimate animation for Colossus is still way too long. Oh, now, yeah, they need to they need to look into that. They need to look into that. It it literally ruins opportunities. It is opportunity ruining. You're like, dude, yeah, look at the boss. He's got his back to me. I'm gonna light this guy up, right? I'm gonna light him up. Jing, jing, 
Hang on a minute. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Hang on, hang on. Okay, now I'm ready to shoot, and the boss has moved. Like, it, <laughs> it is freaking eternal. Like, right now, right? Nice group of ads right there. Pop my super. They've all moved. I can now shoot. And they all moved, and some of them even got killed by a buddy of mine. So if I've got the thing on to try to get multi-kills with my ult, my, my opportunities get completely ruined by the fact that that animation is freaking eternal. I mean, eternal. Uh... My favorite is getting locked at the end and damage. Oh yeah, the animation ends in a terrible way too. Like he, he, he just hovers there in the air like a complete and utter buffoon. Just like yeah, dude, I just did an awesome attack, got to heal, got to get my health back, and now I'm gonna throw it all away because uh, I gotta hang out here in the in the in the air for a little bit. <laughs> like go ahead and hit me, you deserve it. I just kind of blew up all your friends to so get your payback on me. It's 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 pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Uh, Mentech Canis, do you honestly think that this is the start uh, with this start that barring a complete revamp, the new content anthem can survive? Again, I'm going to cite what I've been citing all along. It's been a commercial success. It's been a commercial success. And I think that when you take that into consideration, that commercial success is probably driven largely by a more casual player base. Um, But they're going to learn the lesson that Destiny learned. I don't think you can actually go the distance. I don't think you're going to go the distance. I think you're going to. I think they're going to really, really struggle um, with respect to longevity if they don't figure this out. I a casual base. A casual base is great initially, but they hold the game very, very loosely in their hands usually, and because of that, they're, they're they they find it very easy to put the game down. You need a good a good hardcore um, a, a good hardcore player base in the center. Havoc. Is the amount of loot we are currently getting a good amount? I agree we no longer need blues and purples with embers now dropping. Like I said, I think the quantity's fine. Embers should not be overriding ability drops. I shouldn't be looking at a pile of loot and going, well, frick, it's mostly embers. Like, that shouldn't be a thing. Um, that should not be a thing. Um, I, I can't, re- I can't res you. Oh, there we go. I definitely, I definitely think they need to look at that. Like, quantity's fine, quality's terrible, and I also don't think you never want to look at a pile of loot and be like, yeah, it's mostly crafting materials. Like, I just popped open this chest after fighting a friggin' boss for t- 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long. Like, the fights can take kind of a long time. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think you want to have that feeling of... Loot should be disappointing for different reasons than it's disappointing right now. I think loot can be and should be disappointing sometimes. This is when it should be disappointing. Oh man, I got stuff and only a few of the stuffs help me. Right now we're saying I got such few stuff and I got no stuff ultimately. You see the difference? If you get a bunch of stuff to come over, your disappointment comes from the fact that you're like, man, there was like nothing good in there, you know, I, but I but I took that time to comb over the pile. And the reason that you're able to jump back in and continue to be willing to jump back in is is because you see everything dropping. It's that addictive player mindset. Like that right there, I don't even have to look at that loot. There's no mystery. It's all purples and blues. So I'm like, sweet, another checkpoint, another fabulous waste of my freaking time. Instead of like, yo, five masterworks from that chest, dope, can't wait to go back and check that out. The disappointment lands after the sense of of reward. Don't you see? 
it triggers the dopamine in your brain. You're like, boom, 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 blink, blink, blink. Nice. Okay, next checkpoint. Ooh, yeah, got a couple extras. Ooh, a legendary. Yeah, let's go, let's go. You know what I'm saying? And then you go back and you check it. And the disappointment can happen then. That's fine. That's that's totally fine. When you when you have that happen, then you're then you're combing through the loot and you're combing over quality. You're not feeling like, well, you know, all those drops, like I like I said, I don't even have to look at the drops right now to know they're bad. They're so like they're 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 all below where I am. So even in Division, purples are viable because they may have a great stat to recalibrate on your current pieces. Hate to keep bringing up things in the game that does matter. The anthem is not hard to do. Well, right, yeah. I mean, I definitely think there's an element to Division that, that you know they got that right as well. Like that, even the even the late game stuff can can help you. Uh, I'm sorry, even purple can help you in the late game because you're you're still able to have it. You know, buff some of your stats. Rizzo, even if. Uh, Hang on, my eyes. Even if they make your changes to min-max, at what point do you need to get new content? Uh, how long before you get tired of the same loot with higher stats running the same song holds? Well, right, I'm just saying, logistically speaking, that's how it should work. Okay? Dado just made a video basically agreeing with you about Masterwork Cores. I mean, that's not surprising. I thought he changed his position like a while ago. That's I feel like that's pretty consistent with what he said a while ago. I mean... I'm just trying to build the logistics so that you can then scale it. That's all I'm trying to do. I am not trying to come up with some elaborate system of 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 changes so that you can then say, "Well, now the game's good." I'm trying to say, "Get these get these things in position for like the logistics of the game so that you can then say, "Okay, now we've got something that we can build and scale." Because you can't really scale it right now. People basically feel like they can't they can't really get anything accomplished with their time. So they're basically just giving up. That's more or less the issue. The issue is that that you can't even do the stuff that you're supposed to be able to do in the end game. So it's I don't know why he doesn't want to do a thing, single thing to anybody else. That was freaking annoying. I got stun locked. That's another thing they need to look at, dude. If I get hit by the enemy, that's cool. Punish me for that. But stun lock is an enormous problem still prevalent in the game. Like, what? The, why do I deserve to die because I got hit once? Right? Why do I deserve to die because I got hit once? Like, it's just stupid. It. That's why I can't stand playing the. Uh, the Temple of Scar. You get stun locked in that boss room all the time. It's terrible. You get shot once, and then that's pretty much the end of the matter. You get knocked down, you get up, get knocked down, get up, get knocked down, get up. Just over and over and over again. It's trash. It shouldn't happen. Like, stun locking is the most, the, the, the most false form of difficulty ever. It's literally unpreventable damage. It's bogus. It shouldn't happen. <laughs> they changed the stuns. They didn't do enough. They didn't do enough, you know? I just got stunlocked by that guy. I got hit by his webbing, fell, went to jump, got snagged again, got hit again. Jump, get hit again. Jump, get hit again. The stun was still too long with with respect to the enemy's attack pattern. The stun was still way too long. And I missed my opportunity to shoot his back because the animation on my super is eternal. Like, they just... At ba- even basic level stuff is just infuriating to do. I missed a shot on my ult because when I pop my ult, she had her back to me. And when I go to use my ult, she's turned around. So I don't get to hit her crit spots. Like, they just, at every turn, at every turn, they've got minor, minor things like that that even make the gameplay, you know, unnecessarily frustrating. 
um, is just unnecessarily frustrating to make the, Col- the the Colossus feel like a chump if he gets hit once, or you go to use your ult and you're like, I guess I missed my opportunity. You know, all you hear is whining. Go somewhere else then. Uh, Peter for leader. If we accept that bugs and glitches are bound to happen. Uh, when changes occur, could we at least expect solid testing? How do the teammates picking up my loot effect not show up during QA? I don't know, bro. You know? I don't know. I At this at this point, I, I don't know what they're doing. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And if the people that says I'm just trash talking and just complaining, then go freaking watch somebody else streaming this game because nobody's touching it. Like, if you want to watch somebody play Anthem, don't you think the problem's with the game and not with me? Who else is freaking streaming this trash pile right now? Like, who? Who's touching this game with their content? Who's spending their time live in front of an audience playing this game? Barely anybody. The whole co- the whole directory vacated. So don't get mad at me because I'm pointing out the litany of problems that are happening with this game and the litany of reasons why it's frustrating and unrewarding and irritating. Gemini Christmas. Ripta. Seems like they've fallen into a pattern of releasing patches that solve a few problems but create even more. How many more of these patches can they afford to release before they've killed their own game? I don't know if they've killed their game though. Like I said, like we're theorizing that there's a significant amount of casuals that are playing that are probably clueless as to what's going on. Right? Like, obviously, obviously, if if the problem of not getting like masterworks from the bosses and stuff that's probably affecting like a lot of players they're probably like wait a minute I don't understand I, I, was, I was getting masterworks from this and now I'm not obviously you don't want that happening because <clears throat> if they're not reading the patch notes or reddit and if they don't follow the dudes on twitter then they have no clue <laughs> they have no clue right so then you don't want that happening. So I don't know if they can kill the game with these bad updates. Like I said, it was a commercial success and they've got and they seemingly got a lot of players. The question is, are these are these are these misfires and things that are jacking up? Are they going to cause the main base of players? Is it going to cause them to stop playing? Or is is it going to is it going to eventually, you know, even out so that the casuals are playing and so are the hardcores like that's one of the main questions right now is can you can you keep both players you know entertained i don't think they're keeping the hardcores entertained at all not at all you you can't you can't even do you can't do basic hardcore sentimentality you can't so uh, you know if that if that player base is disengaging your hope would be then that plenty of people are engaging uh, at the lower at the lower end of the spectrum so that they can feel like you know there's progress there's movement etc because at, at a ground level at a ground level if you have people that are moving up eventually they're going to get to the point where they're like what am I supposed to do I can't really I just have all my guys have masterworks now what do I do all my javelins are masterworked out you know what am I supposed to do you know what's the point of the game now they're going to hit the wall that the rest of us are engaging with cuz that that's the main that's the main thing we're dealing with is that you it, it was it was kind of like this in Call of Duty this is going to be a really weird parallel but in Call of Duty in Call of Duty whenever you uh, they started making a lot of the changes that appealed to more casual players. They started really, really casualifying Call of Duty. The hardcore veterans complained, okay? They complained. 
And I always said, I said, eventually the the casual player base or the middle of the pack, they're going to ascend to being better at Call of Duty and they're going to start to get just as frustrated as the rest of us. And it eventually happened. The, the, the initial commercial sales of Call of Duty just started to decline because so many people were just like, this game is awful. Okay? Um, and so... Milo's got five uh, five masterworks and one legendary on three lines of loot. That's about that's about right. We've been getting anywhere from four to six, right? Um, so, I I think you've got to worry about that. Even if they have a casual base right now, they've got to figure this out before that casual base, like Lemmings in the game Lemmings, they're gonna get to the cliff that we're getting to, and then they're just gonna start falling off the edge like we are right now. Right? Incredible gameplay, so much fun. Other than the frustration with the stun lock and how slow his animations are, I love the core elements of this game. The core combat is so fun. But it's nobody nobody wants to no nobody wants to get stun locked. That's annoying. And then oh I'm gonna use my ult, the coup de gras, the climax of my power, and it takes so long to do, I don't get to shoot the boss in the crit spot. That's irritating. I have no control over that. It just takes forever. You can't effectively you can't effectively do uh do do uh do combat if it's if it's that slow. Is part of the game screen cropped off? No, everything's there. The bottom line with my button presses, the top of the screen with all their names, it's not chopped off at all. It's just shrunk, right? I don't think you can complain too much about stun locks. They're absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's awful. So we got interceptor parts. We got a decal, Emperor's Blade. Uh, we got uh, fabric, Vinyl Sun. Uh, and we got a decal overcast. So we got three things. We got three uh, items from that. Uh, so and then we got pieces and parts from the other. So we got one masterwork from the entire Grandmaster Two. Uh, I did an entire Grandmaster Two, and I got one masterwork. One. Okay. I got. Uh, that's it. That's my loot haul right there for a Grandmaster 2 Stronghold. I'm hitting my head because that's what it feels like. I'm slamming my head up against a brick wall. It's such a simple, it's just such a simple loot loot fallacy. Do you know what that should look like right there? Do you know what that should look like? All those blues should be purples. Those four blues should be purples. Those purples should be masterworks, and the masterwork should be a legendary. And you've got yourself a perfect loot system. Cause that's how many purples would that be? How many how many how many masterworks would that be? What is that? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen masterworks. If you just flip all these up one value, it's a perfect system. I would go back and have plenty to comb over and potentially masterwork with. That really is it. Just shake everything up one ratchet, and it w- and it might actually work. Now I say perfect, but at least I could start combing over loot in, in min max. I said twenty. I said you should get twenty masterworks from a heart of rage. This is tyrant mine. That's thirteen. I can live with that. I can live with thirteen masterworks. Keep in mind that out of those thirteen masterworks, I would probably break down eleven of them or all of them. 
What's min-maxing? Min-maxing at its core is, is, is minimizing and maximizing different stats. The easiest way to see what min-maxing is, is if you go into the most basic RPG and you have stamina, health, and strength. Strength makes you hit really hard, health makes you live longer, and stamina lets you swing your axe longer. And you have 10 skill points to spend in those three things, you're min-maxing. If you spend a lot in strength, you're going to have less for stamina. If you spend a lot in health, you're going to have less for strength and stamina. You're min-maxing. You're increasing other stats at the cost of lowering others. You're minimizing and maximizing certain stats to have a certain style of play. So if you have tons of stamina and no strength, and your buddy has no stamina and lots of strength, you're both going to play very, very differently because you've min-maxed down different pathways of experience, of play style. Um... Gritter, do you agree that one reason some people cannot understand the lack of min-maxing concept you speak of in Anthem is because Bioware has yet to add an overall stat summary summary page, allowing us to view the improvements and deficiencies of stats whenever we change any weapon or gear piece? I mean, the the lack of a stat page is certainly there, but listen, I say this as nice as I can. If... If you're too if you're too unaware to look at this railgun and see a 2% damage buff and an ammo buff and a sniper damage buff, if you see that and then you see another item that has 50% shield max or uh you know 100% gear damage, I, if you're too if you're too I don't want to say dumb, but if you're too disconnected from the game, that you don't notice those things is a stat page really going to help that homie (laughs) is that person really going to be helped out by a stat page the stat page might make their brain explode they'd be like uh then blood will squirt out their nose like if they can't look at the stats and see how ridiculously difficult it is to get really good gear i don't know if a stat page is really going to help them out (laughs) you know the people that engage with me on this topic and they're like, I get plenty of masterworks. I'm fine, Lono. I don't think a stat page is going to convince that that person. <laughs> I don't think it's going to help. And listen, and listen. God love them. You need the casuals in there. They do the looties and the shooties and they have a good time. We need those people. They're great. I don't dislike those people. But don't come at me and try and refute my arguments with simple platitudes about like, oh, I'm getting masterworks. That's all that I need. You're not even engaging in the subject that I'm talking about. When I'm talking about min-maxing and you're talking about getting masterworks, we're not talking about the same things. You're talking about something completely different than me. You're, 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 you're not entering the entering dialogue with me. You're talking about something completely and utterly different. Stat page isn't going to change the mindset of a player base that thinks min-maxing is having a hand cannon reloader, shotgun scavenger, machine gun reserves, and machine gun scavenger on their armor set. Right, I mean, a lot of people are just, like, coming, kind of coming from Destiny with a very, sl- like, very low-key understanding of, like, what goes into uh, min-maxing. Now, I did say this. I did say this. If they could come up with, okay, you've got the color coding, right? The color coding is white, green, blue, purple, orange right now. And then it's like a lime green for for legendaries. If you looked at inscriptions and anything up to 10% was white and then 11% to 24% was green and then 25% to 49% was blue and then 50% to 74% was purple and then 
75% to up up to like what 125% would be orange you would quickly understand oh these aren't good stats that's a good stat oh this is a great roll it's got all good colors this is a bad roll it's got low colors you could also have low colors like for ammo like the ammo perks that just give you more ammo those should never ascend beyond a green that's not that influential over your experience 150 percent elemental damage and 100 percent impact damage and no like and all those and shields and armor that's impactful over your experience what's not impactful over your experience is extra ammo I mean, and if unless you're just going ham with a gun, even then it's not that hard to keep your ammo up. Just, there's ammo all over the ground after just like the, the smallest beginning of a fight. So color coding the inscriptions might slowly and sort of passively educate the player base. So they're like, I get what Lono's been talking about all this time. Yo, what's this? Emperor's Blade, that's her. That puts this that puts that spider queen on you. I just don't see her. Her placement's terrible on this vinyl. Is it on the shield? Oh, it's on my head. It's on my head. That's cool. That's unique to that fight. That's her in the picture. There's a sword going through that spider. I said they needed to do that. We need armor sets unique to the strongholds. That's cool to have a decal that seems unique to the stronghold. That's really neat. I wonder if it puts that on the shield. Um, I'm going to throw that decal on. I really like that. I, 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 I think that that's a, <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Having that, uh, having that, that, that element of, uh, of, pursuing cosmetics we need more of that uh i cry glake i did not play anthem uh did not like the demo i get that the loot frustration but why or how is it different from getting under leveled blues in destiny which i really don't understand why even make them drop you gotta think about it like this okay the blues in destiny are just cannon fodder to be broken down for materials okay you can't even see it. It's probably on the shield. It probably looks better on the other on the other classes. Let's go to the other javelins and test out the decal. Um, in Destiny, that's just kind of feeding you a material, okay? But the purples are also feeding you, okay? The purples are also feeding you. So in 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 Destiny, you get you'll get a ton of legendaries after a given play session. And those are the purples, right? Those are basically your masterworks. Um, in that in that environment. Uh, no, yeah, it just puts it on the head. This is a really lame decal. It looks so freaking cool, and it literally just puts it on the head of the, of, of the player. Um, these decal applications are, uh, really, really weird. I like that one. That one, graphic, the Vigilance one's pretty cool. And, uh, the, t- the target, um... I don't, I, I, oh, this puts it on their arm. Yeah, the, the the application of some of these is kind of odd. I don't maybe let me drag it around and put it where I want it. It's kind of disappointing. Um, it's cool to see them have a very very specific decal to the actual uh, the stronghold, but to have the application of the decal, it looks pretty cool on the storm. It's like it's like pretty good on the helmet on the storm. It's pretty it's pretty front and center there. Um, 
is pretty front and center. That's not bad on the storm. Uh, so the the way when you're getting legendaries in Destiny, the, you you've got those, and then you've also got the the uh, the blues is like a currency. So um, in in this game, I would say. The masterworks are like the legendaries. I should just be getting those easy peasy. There should be just zero. There should just be zero question. Um, oh yeah, we got a new texture here. It's kind of hard to see. Let's put it on the cape. It in this game, like in Destiny, can you imagine playing? That's actually a cool pattern. Can you imagine playing and 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 getting and getting like no. Uh, no legendaries like the entire day that you're playing like no legendaries or just a couple it just wouldn't work it just would not work you need to get those legendaries because those are the, that's basically that's where you are in the game it every rpg that happens you level up and the threshold of gear changes and in anthem that's just not happening it's that simple. Grandmaster 2, I'm ratcheting up into a new level, and th- th- that should just be the era of the Masterworks. Think about it like this. Grandmaster 1 and 2 should be paired together in this way. Grandmaster 1, you're getting Masterworks enough to just fill out that side over there. See how it's all orange over there? Except for the supportability. Okay. So Grandmaster 1, you're just getting Masterworks. And it's paired with Grandmaster 2 as a doorway. Then you go into Grandmaster 2, and they're dropping like crazy so you can min-max. And then Grandmaster 3, and hypothetically we would need a Grandmaster 4, Grandmaster 3 and 4 would come paired together. In Grandmaster 3, you start getting Masterworks at a good enough drop rate to eventually have a, a legendary storm or a legendary colossus. That's your doorway into Grandmaster 4. You go into Grandmaster 4, legendaries are dropping like crazy, and that's where you min-max. Don't you see? Each Grandmaster serves as a stepping stone into the next. Grandmaster 1, I'm getting enough Masterworks to eventually become a Masterworked Ranger. Now I go into Grandmaster 2, and I min-max. Now I'm strong enough to go into Grandmaster 3. That just drops, starts dropping legendaries enough, enough that I become a legendary ranger. And it's paired with Grandmaster 4. It's a doorway into Grandmaster 4. I get into Grandmaster 4, and legendaries are dropping on me like candy. Why? Because I'm min-maxing. Like, that's the stage that I'm at. That's the sense of vertical progression. I... I, I, it's, it's that, it's that simple. And I think the only reason we haven't gotten it yet is I kind of think some of these systems were conceived of in the late game. I think this game got delayed one year so they could attempt to shove in this min maxing division 1.8 inspired idea. And I just don't think it's well-rounded. I think they've got spaghetti code. I, I really and truly do. I think they have spaghetti code. They they have they're making changes and breaking things like by accident it seems at almost every turn. Uh, Frank Epic, why are they being gun shy with letting the loot rain? I just touched on that. I just think they can't turn one knob without affecting ten other things. Uh, Odd Starbiter, could the spaghetti code you are talking uh, uh, info about have to do with frostbite? Because even dice. Uh, has these problems with Battlefield. It could be. It could be the actual internal workings of the engine just are so interwoven that that's just the way that it works. You change one thing and 18 other things need to be debugged and checked. Um, 
that's game that's that's software development uh, in general <laughs> that's software development in general Bruce Wayne do you think that Bioware were rushed by EA investors resulting in the bugs I mean they already delayed the game once this is a very similar situation to Destiny 1 Destiny 1 was delayed an entire year and then it felt it felt fragmented when it launched I don't think you can blame EA or Activision for those scenarios the devil is the deadline the devil is the deadline you you throw in with a company you throw in with a company that says here's X amount of millions of dollars to build your game we would like ROI on this because that's what we do we're giving you lots of money and that's the point okay and then the company says great that's plenty of time to build our game and then reality happens They maybe they had some snags maybe they had some snafus maybe they had the entire systems that needed to be rebuilt because maybe they just as they learned and as they adapted the game to you know the guys over here that are building this and the guys that are building this over here they come together and they're like we gotta retool some of this is we, these systems aren't gonna talk together or whatever or like No Man's Sky you know Hello Games had a flood and they lost like years of work um, and so when when that happens you end up with what happened to Destiny and with Anthem. They get delayed. The game gets shoved back. So with Destiny, it was internal creative dissonance. There was some sort of a mishandling of the creative process. Joseph Stoughton has a two-hour supercut that the Bungie executives, the higher-ups at Bungie, were like, uh, this is not the game we wanted to build. What the frick is this? It was too campy. It was too linear. It wasn't a grindy game. They break the game apart, re-put it back together. They try to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. It launches 12 months later. Anthem gets delayed a year. It gets pushed back into uh, 2019 out of 2018. That was actually, I think, the second time it had been shoved back. And I think when that happened, my theory, my theory is that they were building this game to be more similar to Destiny. And then Division 1.8 and Diablo's loot system, I think, heavily influenced them to change, change pace and say... We can get a lot more mileage out of this game if we go with a spiral staircase of difficulty like Diablo and Division World Tiers and you use inscriptions and percentages to let people quote-unquote min-max. Now, the reason this theory exists is because inscriptions didn't make any sense when the game launched. You had inscriptions where they shouldn't even have been. You would get a shotgun with pistol inscriptions on it. What the frick? How does that even happen? Well, it probably happened because the system was ham-fisted into it. It was ham-fisted into Anthem. They shoved it in there. And it, wa- it wasn't working properly. Not to mention, folks have pointed out on, on Reddit that the system is additive. So the way the inscriptions even interact with each other when you're going to min-max, it doesn't even work in the way that it should. You can't actually min-max in, in, in an intentional, appropriate way because of how it all is additive. There's a guy who has a whole document on this. He goes in and he shows how the, the, the perks on your gun being additive to the perks on the, ele- on, the, on the item it's effective, instead of being like multiplication, it, 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 it short circuits. It's like, well, basically just any gun you find that has the highest number is the best because it's additive instead of being like multiplication so even within the inscription system itself there's there's con- there's convoluted things about it that I, I genuinely think this stuff was added in the late stages of the game because it feels shoved in it feels like it's not ready for prime time I mean for for Pete's sakes why aren't there masterwork levels of the support abilities what in the heck 
what what's going on there look at how tilting that is for your ocd over there all that orange and then that one random purple 38 wind wall Ugh, what is that imagine playing destiny or division and being like yeah sorry uh we didn't make um purple gear for the boots we just didn't do it uh so you'll have a whole set of purple gear all legendaries and destiny but your boots are are gonna be blue um that's gonna happen for longer than a month and there'll be no explanation given it doesn't make any sense it only makes sense if the scalability of this game with respect to Grandmaster 1, 2, and 3 the higher echelons of gear and the inscriptions if all that was added late game these don't feel like foundational systems that were in the game in the beginning it feels like they were tacked on at the end and that's why they feel uh, that's why they feel they feel uh, incomplete uh, 21 Panda. I just bought Anthem. Uh, any tips for advice for a fellow gamer? I mean, I, I'm just I'm not going to give you generic tips. I mean, you just just play the game and enjoy. I would try equipping different abilities and, and, and learning what detonators and primers are. That would be my generic advice to you. Watch a video. Watch my video on debts and primers. Learn what detonators and primers are and experiment with detonators and primers. Uh, if you put in, if you go the distance with one javelin and you really haven't learned to like them, try another one. I would stay away from Interceptor and try, I think, Colossus or Ranger. I think they're the most accessible and the most fun. Um, that's what I would do. Prolific J just got gifted a sub. Thank you for doing that. Silent. And then we had a... Oh, I already thanked that sub. Uh, Imminent Demise. It's probably hard to decide, but what do you think Anthem's single biggest issue right now is, and what would you what would it take to fix it? It's it's the loot. It's the loot. I think the polish and the and the debugging and the quality of life has gotten significantly better, but the loot is the most glaring issue. But again, but again, I'm a hardcore player, right? I'm a hardcore player. Storm is the most beginner friendly. I completely disagree. You have to figure you have to get very very good at navigating, hovering and dodging for Storm to be the most effective. I think that the Ranger is the most accessible class. That's why he starts the game with a tutorial. I think he and the Ranger are extremely accessible. I think Interceptor um is got a learning curve and you've got to play you've got to play him so up close and personal and melee driven. Um I think that the Interceptor is fantastic once you kind of get your footing in the game. If you're brand new to the game, I think you want to get your feet wet with the Ranger and the, and the and the Colossus. I just feel like they engage with combat in such a way that you you ease into uh, you ease into the game. Um, so Interceptor is 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 like a high skill, high reward class. It's not as accessible. Uh, it's not as accessible. So if you guys are taking it personal that I'm pushing people away from Interceptor, I, I guess try to make your case in chat. But I, even people that love Interceptor admit often to me that he is more challenging to learn and get into a groove with. Um, I think Corey Gasper's vision of the game was what we saw at E3 and they changed directions. I think the game was going to be a lot more simplistic. I think it was going to be like a story-driven game where you just kind of leveled up and it was going to feel like an action-adventure game. I think this game was going to feel like an action-adventure game. You were going to play it like Horizon Zero Dawn, play through the story, the story's kind of peppered throughout, it's not the focal point of the game, and then you build out your skills and your abilities, and then you're like, cool, I'm awesome, let me go through and do that again with another javelin. Uh, Gyrotype. 
if they would increase quantity of masterworks alone do you think it would fix the grind or would you have to do more work in terms of player agency to help the overall issue that's why you have to do the loot faucet right that's why you have to do the loot faucet because if you don't do loot faucet the, the lack of player agency makes it even worse like I don't think with the number of things you can get in this game the number of abilities the number of guns there's 52 possible masterwork items for one particular javelin you, you include the guns you got all the guns all the abilities all the components you can't put player agency on that stuff just go run this mission and try and get yourself a pop a pump you can't do that there's too many items too many items Loot faucet mitigates the lack of player agency. It mitigates the lack of player agency because you're just getting tons and tons and tons of loot. Um, that's what I thought too in regards of how the game concept changed from beginning to end. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say too much that it was going to be an action adventure game because when they first showed us the game, they definitely made it look like you were getting dope loot. Like a gun drop, and you're like, ooh, look at this. I just think they made they made foundational changes to the structure and the inner workings of the game in the late stages. And that's why the inscriptions, the scaling, the grandmaster difficulties, they're not done. They're not done. They even said, start giving us your feedback on what you'd like us to do with Grandmaster 2 and 3 for incentives. And I'm like, what the frick? You don't have a plan? It was a late edition, I think. It was a late edition. We're going to keep talking, discussing with you guys here live. I'm not shutting the stream down, so stick around. If you've enjoyed this talk, please click the follow button on my stream. That's the little heart button. That supports what I do. That's a free way to support what I do. If you like the back and forth, the interactive radio style, I do this kind of thing all the time. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.